Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. E-S-N-Y. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Knicks State of Mind podcast with your host, uh, Jeffrey Campbell, for tonight. Our co-host, Chip Murphy, couldn't be with us tonight, Um, but we are working on the draft series. This is episode seven, and we are focusing specifically on a very, very talented um, prospect, Tevin Brown from Murray State. Murray State, of course, the home of John Morant. Um, a mid-major program that has been making a lot of noise in college basketball in recent years. And we are very honored and privileged to have um, uh, one of the assistant coaches for that program, Marcus Brown. Marcus, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Man, I, Jeff, I appreciate um, being on. Appreciate you having me. Um, we're just really uh, tickled to death and, and super excited, you know, for Tevin and, um, you know, and all the bright things that uh, are ahead for him. Yeah, Coach, and, and where I want to start um, is is really with his recruiting and, and what you guys saw from him in high school. Um, you know, I from what I read and, and what I saw in his statistics, I know he kind of had more of an off-ball shooting role when he was a freshman and he came on uh, campus, same recruiting class as John Morant. What did you guys see from him in high school and, and what did you hope he could be? Yeah, his, you know, his shot mechanics um, were very good. Uh, you know, he had uh, very good size and, um, you know, came from a, um, you know, a good program. So, you know, uh, some of the other guys down, at, he was South Alabama, like in the Southern region. And so some of the other guys in Central Alabama, you know, were, were also playing. And so he was one of those guys that, uh, kind of fit the Murray mold of flying below the radar and uh, man, really hard worker. And, you know, I mean, hard work paid off. I mean, it, expectation wise, you know, we wanted to come in, learn the system, um, continue to grow and develop and, and everything, uh, you know, he battled through some injuries his freshman year, um, actually uh, redshirted, but man, the sky's been the limit uh, for him. And, and I think he's one of the most underrated shooters in the draft. Yeah, you know, I was just looking um, today, he shot 38% on over 900 three-point attempts. You know, if that doesn't say reliable shooter on a large sample size, I don't know what what does. I mean, he is literally uh, one of the most reliable shooters in this draft class. You talked a lot about his growth since his freshman year. Where would you say is the area that he's improved the most? Well, uh, for for Tevin, um, it's probably been... um more or less it's just staying uh, consistent and uh, putting the work in, um, you know, um, you know, sometime when you come in as a freshman, you know, the workload and, you know, you tend not to be 
you know, as engaged or, you know, it's longer. Uh, but man, he's he's worked himself um, tremendously into a big time worker and a big time shot maker. One um, one of the things I also read about Tevin is he's one of three players in all of college ball basketball history to have made 353s, 400 assists, 600 rebounds, and 150 steals. How did he become so versatile? Is that something you saw in him when he was young and just got on campus, or is that something that he grew at over time? Um, well, you know, for I mean, for Tevin, man, he had he had some very good examples in front of him. Uh, you know, the coaching staff, man, he accepted coaching very well. And uh, a lot of this, man, you just take on, on you know, on your own. Uh, you learn how to work. Uh, you learn how to study uh, film. Uh, you learn how to, you know, to take coaching. And, uh, you know, and you want to go and apply that. And, and that's what he did, man. He got in the gym. You know, he worked and uh, tirelessly and, and uh, you know, became, I mean, he's a very smart basketball player. So all of that, um, you know, big shot making, uh, you know, relentless work ethic and, and man, just the ability to, to, um, you know, be smart and let that translate on the floor. I saw that um, another kind of interesting statistic that no D1 player had scored more points off ball screens uh, this season than Tevin. When I read, um, when I saw an interview with him, he really credited the coaching staff at Murray State. And he basically said that, um, you know, he, he basically said that before he got to Murray State, he wasn't really coming off ball screens. What did you guys do with him, whether it was certain drills or your player development staff? Um, how did you get him to the point where he's become, you know, one of the more efficient scorers coming off screens? You, you know, you want to try to apply it um, as best you can real, um, real live situations. And so, uh, man, you get out there and, and uh, you get guys with the pads. Um, you get, you know, um, you know, try to go without the cones, but you try to just have, you know, guys stepping out on screens. And, uh, man, we got managers and, and, and coaching staff, man, that put in work, you know, with, with the guys as far as player development-wise. And, and all credit to Tevin. You know, he got out there and he went, took his bumps and bruises and stayed with it. Uh, until he got better and um, and every, and it paid off. One thing that that stood out to me <clears throat> in terms of his character, um, you know, I watched the Auburn game and it was a tough game for you guys, but you guys played hard throughout all 40 minutes. And I'm watching the game and, you know, Murray State is down close to 20 points, but I still see uh, Tevin diving into the stands for loose balls. I still see him driving really hard to the rim. What does that say about his character? Oh man, he again, uh, man, he works hard. You know, you know, you know, with him, with Tevin, uh, night in and night out, you know what you're gonna get. And so, um, you know, he's a winner. Uh, he's a worker. Um, and man, like I said, um, he's put he's put in that work. And so um, when you when you do that, man, uh, great things are going to happen. Coach, I know you've been around um, a lot of good players, especially with um, Murray State. You know, there's there's been a, more than a few good ones that have come out of that program. Um, what was it about Tevin? Maybe it was this year 
or maybe it was a previous year, uh, a moment that you saw where you said, hey, listen, he's ready for the pros. You know, he's ready to go. Uh, man, it was, man, it was, you know, Jeff, it was a lot, man. He, man, he made some big shots, man. Um, the middle Tennessee game. Um, it, I mean, you got to think he made 93s his freshman year. Um, now he was playing with a guy who, you know, <laughs> Um, probably in two years was basically all-time assist leader, you know what I mean, in two years and in four. But, I mean, man, he – I mean, again, he just – middle Tennessee game, um, I'm pretty sure uh, – I mean, Evansville, um, uh, when we – in the OVC tournament, man, it's probably been, you know, four or five games where, man, you just said, man, how did he make that shot, you know? I could definitely see that. I, there's a couple of things that, um, like you said, I think difficult shots, uh, just being a, a shot maker is probably his strongest skill. His ability to get into a crossover and just pull up, whether it's in the mid range or for three, um, he's got enough length. I believe he's 6'5", and his wingspan is about 6'10". Um, so he's got the ability to elevate over his defender and just follow through. Um, is there any other skill outside of his shot making and shooting that you feel like is, is NBA ready? Well, it's IQ. Uh, no question. Uh, it's IQ, man. Uh, like I said, intelligent basketball player. Uh, man, once he gets the concept down, man, he knows it. Um, he knows how to apply uh, rotation wise, you know, the whole nine yards. I mean, off the bounce. Um, he'll continue to improve, but I tell you this, he's stronger than most people think he is, man. They get, give him credit for it, man. He's, he's strong as a bull, man. And he can finish. He definitely can. And it's, it's that's another thing I, you know, reading a lot. I, I know the weight is probably something that NBA teams are calling you guys about. And, um, maybe they're expressing concerns and saying, Hey, can he handle an 82 game season? you know, banging and bumping against, you know, some of the, the big forwards in the league. I know I think 175, 185 is, is what he's been for, for most of the year. But when yeah. I do see the tape, you absolutely see him. When he drives, he drives very hard. And there's no indecisiveness about what he wants to do. Um, and he does finish well. It, but is the, is the weight a concern for you? Do you feel like he's got to put on a couple more pounds as he goes through this draft process and get ready for the NBA? Yeah, uh, yeah. but, I mean, man, there, there are some, you know, there's some monsters out there. So, you know, man, like, yeah, you can say, uh, I mean, go, get with the right weight guy and the whole nine yards. But, man, he, like I said, he's a winner, man. And, um, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll put on the weight. He'll do the things that he needs to do, you know, to get there. But. Um, man, he's got a skill set, man, that's, that's, that's undeniable. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, with the game being so wide open and so spread out, man, um, I have no doubts, man. I have no doubts. What about, how is he like off the court? You know, I'm so interested, you know, we see so uh, much. <laughs> hey, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's quiet, man. Okay. He's quiet. He's funny. Um, Gosh, man, he's good at he's good at like bowling. He's good at um, um, uh, cornhole and a couple other things, man. The kid just he's quiet. Um, you know, 
I mean, he just, he, he likes to have fun, but you know, he's, he's, he's really quiet, man. Uh, but, but he's good at like a lot of things, you know? And um, um, so it was, it was great to, you know, be with him and be around him. And I, uh, you know, I, I call him the yellow ghost, you know? And, um, and so that's my nickname uh, for him. And, and um, you know, he's like a, you know, like ghost, like a ghost killer, you know? Yeah. So I said, man, when, you know, when you, when you kill, you pop up, you know? So, uh, so he's the yellow ghost in my book. <laughs> what about um, as a teammate, if you can think of a story or something that you remember from this past season or his time with Murray State, um, you know, that kind of symbolizes what type of a teammate he is. Uh, oh, he's, <laughs> he's very cunning. Like he'll videotape you and, and, and things like that without you knowing. And, um, 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 I know you probably, man, you probably need to call Shaq and Jai and and, and some of those other guys, but man, like, like I said, he's just, he's, he's, he's really quiet and relaxed, you know, and, and, and he, he's, he's not a, um, not a big rah-rah guy. Um, but I mean, he's, you know, video games and, you know, all kinds of stuff, man. He's, he's into all that stuff, but he sleeps a lot now. Yeah. He sleeps a lot. So, so one thing is when you come in a practice facility, um, man, and, and, um, the lights are all off, man. And you cut the lights on and man, next thing, you know, you go walk by this cover and you're like, damn, like, what the heck, you know, (laughs) it's terrible sleep on the couch, man. So he sleeps a lot, bro. Yeah, as as any uh, any college kid, you know, I'm 34, but I remember what those days were like. You definitely, whenever you can, school, sports, whatever it is, you got to get uh, your sleep in. So I'm, I'm, I'm sure he's no different for sure. Um, when you're hearing from NBA teams and they're asking you about Tevin, what's the one question that you feel like you or the coaching staff is getting asked the most about him? Uh, oh, wow. I mean... You the one question. Well, I mean, it's 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 pretty much the weight, and you know what kind of you know teammate he is. Yeah. Um, you know, pretty much like you know the questions, some of the questions you ask, but um, you know, the thing I and then probably like why wouldn't he, you know, make it or whatever. And I said <laughs> it's not a that's not an option. Right. You know, we're talking about the pride of Fairhope. Okay. Fairhope, Alabama, he's going, you know, success is the only option, you know what I mean? So, um, so man, like, like, like when you say, man, shooter, when you say shot maker, when you say uh, IQ and you say tough as nails, you say Tevin Brown. Okay. And so um, um, when you, when you put all those things together, man, um, you're, you're going to, you're going to do some good things. Do you feel like um, for his next role in the NBA, uh, wherever that is, do you feel like he has what it takes if a team decides, listen, we want to put the ball in his hands and we want to give him a lot of responsibility and let him go? Do you feel like that is best for him? Or do you feel like it might be better to bring him along a little slower, maybe give him you know, a, a, a defined role, maybe something like he had in his freshman year, more of a spot up shooter. What do you feel like is best for the development in his future? Um, well, I, 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 you know, I think just man, getting in a system uh, and a program that's going to allow you to to apply, uh, to allow you to, uh, you know, it's not scared to put you out there, you know. Um, and then 
Um, you as, as, as a player, you got to ooze the confidence and the, and the belief that you'll make those shots, you know, and that starts in, in, in camp, you know, mini camp, and then that carries over to training camp, you know, and um, I, I think, you know, you know, it's not a lot of guys that really come off staggers, but man, I tell you what, it's a lot of guys that's made a lot of money just by standing in the corner and knocking down open shots. <laughs> Cause I'm telling you, he's got a skill set that he can do it. So um, whatever that calls for, um, I know he's up for the challenge. A hundred percent. I think I have a, a couple more before we wrap up. I'm just interested if before Tevin started the draft process, you know, these camp scrimmages, the G League camp scrimmages, and hopefully getting an invite uh, to the combine. Um, what were your last words of advice to him before he kind of started on all this? Man, I just, I, I mean, I just told him, man, just, just go have fun. Okay. Um, don't put, you know, don't put any pressure on yourself more than that's needed, man. Go lay it all on the line, man. You deserve it. Um, but you worked your ass off. And man, just go do what you do best, you know, and, and that's all you can do, man. Once you do that, you know, man, everything else will take care of itself. What about Ja? Uh, do you think Ja and Tevin keep in touch regularly, especially now? At yeah, this I'm point? sure. Yeah, I know those yeah. guys do, man. Um, yeah, I know they do. Um, you know, uh, they, you know, they played together. Um, definitely. I know they do. And uh, I know. Um, he's a he's a big resource uh, for those guys to lean on and uh, to get in contact with. And, and I know uh, Tevin's, um, you know, I know they say communicate uh, a lot. What do you think Ja would, would be telling him right now in terms of advice before he's going through this this whole process, you know, kind of a life changing process? Man, pro hey man, probably man, go. I mean, the same thing, man, go take what you want. Right. You know. Um, it's, it's, uh, everything is in the palm of his hands, you know, and you don't need to put any pressure on yourself. Just go enjoy it and, 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 and be that dog because you think you're talking about guys, um, you know, that, you know, for whatever reason, weren't highly recruited, but have turned into, um, you know, big time players, man. And so that's, that's the, that's the Murray state DNA, you know, um, credit to all the, you know, the players that have come, you know, through there and all the coaches that have come through there, man, um, you know, from the from the 80s to the 90s, you know, the 2000s and and, and up until the date, you know, that's that's that DNA. And man, you, you know, you got to have, you know, these guys got a chip on their shoulder, man. So they go take what they want. And uh, just because we had a mid major uh, don't mean we can't play, you know, 100 percent. I mean, you guys have proved that uh, every season especially in recent history. Um, and I'm really excited to see where Tevin's career goes next. Coach, I uh, really want to thank you for taking some time and talking with me today. Uh, we'll definitely be pulling for Tevin as this draft process continues. And we'll definitely be pulling for Murray State as well when you guys start up next season. Thanks again for giving me some time today. Man, no doubt, Jeff. Thank you, man. Hey, Tevin Brown, the yellow ghost, the pride of Fairhope, Alabama, baby. Look out for him. Murray State racist. We will. Absolutely. And uh, for all the people listening, uh, we'll be back with another episode, uh, most likely early next week.